I think we left off. You just solved the fish dilemma in kind of a morbid manner um, after a battle with a ghost that took control of a guard captain named Davis. Kiku uh, entrusted a secret of hers with Quill and the other gals about her location for growing tobacco in the Shadowfell, which is like a mm-hmm. small uh, marsh that's just southwest of the cauldron because of the heat that it gives off. You, you gained reputation with Whitehaven. You're at like three points now. I think we're, I think it's still I think you're still hanging out kind of on the walls. I sent Davis home. They've called some other guards over to reinforce the northwest post, and so I guess it's still nighttime in Whitehaven. You kind of have a pass from the guards right now after what you've done tonight. Is that a margarita? That's a, that's a nice looking. That's a Hemingway daiquiri. Oh, oh. God. what is that? Oh. oh, it looks like a some good shit. It's like a pina colada, but in a, but up not, in a, not bad. He says. Did Lindsay make that for you? She did. Oh, nice! Isn't she the best? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awesome. Well, well played, right there. Very nice. So you've kind of tied up some loose ends recently. I was saying I'm not sure what uh, what's next on the docket, but it's up to you guys. Well, uh, do we want to go to that? Ruins of the Grung, which was like northwest of town. I think we identified that that's the source of the necromancy, right? Yeah, I'm down to go there. Does it need to be, like, do we need to go now at nighttime? Uh, we should definitely not go tonight. <laughs> yeah. But we, so we unloaded all the fish, right? Yep. Fish is fully unloaded. Yeah, we completed the sushi yep. task. The task at hand, it's, it's completed. The rewards for that were reputation with Whitehaven and knowledge of a tobacco farm. So, so are we still like base? Did we finish right at the end of the fight? So are we still like in that room? I think so. I think you. I think you kind of set up a buffet to mourn the lost. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Seems on brand for <laughs> <laughs> Bazell and the ladies. Mm-hmm. Bazell's gas. <laughs> yeah, Bazell is ready to go to sleep. There's a couple of spots for us to sleep, right? There's like an inn. There's the sushi spot, and then there's Aiden Asher's dick fort. <laughs> <laughs> All of which we're like uh, welcome at. Yeah, you're definitely welcome at the Ash Fort. Uh, welcome to the restaurant. Partake of. They're large spaces. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Was um the sushi place an inn too? She essentially had this it's it's a restaurant, but you know, since there's a curfew after hours, like it's it's empty and it's clean. So she offered a few sessions ago and Quill was like <laughs> unpacked underneath a uh, right. a restaurant uh, table, I think. Yeah, she offered I was. space let's, to, to you guys to sleep, if you wanted. Let's sleep at the sushi place. Let's do it. Hey, uh, hey Kiku, you uh, you mind if we uh, crash at your place? <laughs> I'm a little tired. Fuck me, for the heroes of Whitehaven right now? You got it. You're that Quill? Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Quill will take you up on that. But yeah, we'll sleep. Uh, we'll come over. <laughs> Kiku is like shooting daggers at Rick right now. So, as is uh, 
<laughs> as a squill. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, okay. Wherever works. Um, thanks for the hospitality. Yeah, so you guys make your way back through town. Quiet. It's nighttime. Seems that the, the nightly attack is over. And not, not really much moonlight in, in the Shadowfell right now with all the clouds, but um, you make your way back. And the restaurant's pretty comforting. It's, it's dark in there and it smells nice. All the restaurant goers have obviously long since gone. And yeah, there's like booths with cushions and stuff that you could post up on. Ooh, Rick's going to go take a corner booth. <laughs> I'll probably just, yeah, um, probably unpack like under a table or something. In Kiku's room. Kiku, has, right Kiku heads, heads back to her, uh, to her chef's quarters. It's like on, a, uh, like on a loft behind the kitchen. Are you guys going to sleep or chatting? Or? just collapses into a fucking heap. <laughs> Fair enough. Passes out. She's done, though. Yeah, I'm sleepy, too. I'm also in need of some sleep, so I'll probably fall asleep. Cool, yeah. I will definitely profusely thank Kiku before going to sleep. Fuck, you're thanking me? I mean, you you moved all the fish. I feel like I owe you my thanks. Um, Well... Best I I can do is, you know, post me up tonight. Well... It's uh, the least we could do. So appreciate it. She and, leans uh, in and she's like, "So what's uh, what's what's your guys' next move? Like, uh, bunch of goddamn heroes. Like, what's uh, what's next? Well, we're kind of exhausted. Um, but I think I think we're gonna try to figure out what's going on northwest of town. But I don't really know. What do What do you think we should do? So yeah, that's uh seems to be where the main attacks are coming from at night. All these fucking skeletons and whatnot. Um, probably pretty dangerous, but yeah, you guys can handle it. I think. I I wish I I don't really know much more what's going on up there, but I think I'm all set here at the restaurant now. Thanks to you. Good. Well, you've been a huge help to us, and I'll see if I can find that tobacco farm too. Yeah, I've got some uh, we've got some ideas about you know starting kind of a illicit currency around smoke. So hit me up later if you want. Oh, I, uh, as I kind of like, like lean back to go to sleep, I say, I will definitely do that. Sweet. She, uh, she bounces up to her loft and you guys, uh, long rest at rice. Go ahead. So hit, take, take care of that business. So hit dice are re- regenerated at, one and a half rounded up of your total. I think that's a short rest. Long rest, I think you just get full everything. Yeah, you get your hit dice back at a long rest, I'm pretty sure. Oh. You may get hit dice back during a short rest, but I don't... At the end of a long rest, the character regains all lost hit points. The character also regains spent hit dice up to a number of dice equal to half of their total number of dice. So I guess you don't get them all back. Oh, holy that. shit. I was a what? Hope you get wild. Beyond. Oh, I did not get them all back. Look at that. Look at that. D&D Beyond's got that rule. Didn't either. Holy shit. I've been well, playing wrong for years, boys. Years. Yeah, I feel like, I, feel like I've, I always reset them. Yeah, all the, the way. Are in our campaigns, the least 
uh, used resource that we have. Yeah. <laughs> At least historically. Yeah. Very yeah, underutilized. We don't do a lot of like really super long and like arduous dungeon crawls, I would say. Yeah. It's actually also in the rules. You can only long rest once per 24 hours in game. So you can't back-to-back uh, -back long rest. Close can't that loophole. Can't Close mitigate what? Yeah. <laughs> I plan on sleeping for two weeks straight consecutively. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to play make-believe and be a god. And there's rules about sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> Boy, that griffin is getting close to hatching. Oh. Oh, shit. Dang. We're going to do a gender reveal party for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say, Theron, as, as you wake up, um, you notice this morning that there are, you feel like kind of a rumble in your pack, and you see that there are lucencies that are like linear lucencies that are forming in the crack in the eggshell. And it's like, looks like it's. Wanting to crack, but not not quite there yet. Oh damn! Do I know of anything special I need to do to like help it along? Seems like you're doing everything right so far. Okay. I mean, yeah. Just keeping it warm is a big thing. Do you think a good gender reveal party would be a roll of sushi that when you cut the pieces, the like <laughs> nice. the middle portion is a different color, either blue or like a salmon pink? I mean, salmon would be a great sushi yeah color what's, for a girl what's blue? but what's blue mm. oh. like blue i feel like blue uh caviar it's not really a sushi thing but yeah that works though might be a swamp sushi thing yeah oh there is blue there is blue cat there's blue fish row yeah um, blue blue fish row i've had it boom done i start talking to uh what's rice's owner's name again Piku. Kiku. <laughs> is Kiku in my book of faces? Let me make sure that Kiku's in my book of faces here. Hold on. I don't know. Fucking shit, man. I didn't mean to ask you. I, I feel like there's some tomfoolery going on with all this. Especially when you asked, like, uh, you asked the guy for, like, an a, a item and he gave it back to him. With no other preamble or pretense. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. What's going on? <laughs> Something's going don't on. Don't worry about it. Kiku, will you sign my book? I'm resisting, I'm resisting the urge to, to, to read about your, your subclass. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Kiku, will you, you know, do me the honor of signing my book of faces? Also, Kiku, uh, let's talk gender reveal party. Uh -huh. uh, we got this sweet egg. Uh, I was thinking we could do like a, a sushi-themed one. Uh, what do you think, Kiku? Can we like maybe some streamers? A balloon or two? She like squeals. She's like, that would be fucking sick and really nice for business. I think we should do it. She make a whole deal out of it. Excellent, Kiku. You're the best. She signs in, in your book um, her recipe for, uh, for fish and chips. Oh. That's how, she, that's how she signs it. Oh, that's cool. Her little batter. <laughs> <laughs> batter, God. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> All right, cool. What was my plan with that mundane item? I don't know, man. That I wanted him to give me so I could give it back to him. <laughs> you had a plan. I did. He, it was some like. He gave you his favorite rock, right? His lucky rock. And then you signed it with the insignia of the Brazilian uh, gals. And all those guys like totally geeked out over it. The boys of the red. Fuck, what was my plan for that? I don't know. It was certain it was nefarious. 
It was, oh, it was most, it most <laughs> certainly was nefarious. I don't think it was that long of a con, though. Okay. I think it was a relatively, the plan was supposed to be relatively quick, but it did not come to fruition, I think, is what happened. I could be wrong. I may try it again if I think about it, so I'm not going to dig too deep for it. Do I know how to care for a new griffin? Is there some lore I should be finding about the care of griffins to prepare myself? Yeah, I don't know. Did you did you ever like? Well, first, I mean, I think you could do like an animal handling check. Animal handling, yeah. Just to see if you if you happen to know. One thing as a researcher is, if I want to learn lore and I don't know, I know where to find it usually. That's cool. Okay, we can we can use that. Uh, animal handling is. Mm, I don't have anything to add with that, but let me see. Are you by yourself right now, or are you like, are you with us, Darren? Like, are you asking this to all of us, or are you just like? Uh, it, was, it was more like a question to the to the DM. Could be a question to the group. Okay. Wanted to be. That's fine. Well, I mean, like as you're like trying to figure out if you know where to look for this lore. Like, do I see you, or are you in like a booth by yourself? I I was picturing we're all kind of waking up around in the morning at the sushi place, so we're all like together. Okay. So I would say, yeah, you could see me. Hey, Theron, are you? Uh, what are you? What are you trying to find there, bud? I'm trying to find some inspiration. Uh, <laughs> think about. You're not uh, trying to you're not trying to look up how to figure out the gender of an egg before it hatches, are you? Because that's cheating. We've talked about this. This needs to be a surprise for you, okay? No, I, I need this about, as much as you do. <laughs> I was thinking about like after it's born, do I do I know how to care for it well? Oh my god, that's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. You're just trying to be a good griffin, Papa. I get you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe I. Do you think I might be able to help with that in some way? I think so. I bring out your fatherly instincts and she kind of like makes a weird gesture, some weird quasi-sexual gesture, giving him bardic inspiration. <laughs> Why is it sexual? We're talking about a bird lion. <laughs> she's into she's got a thing for dilfs. She's becoming yeah, a dilf. <laughs> I, see. I mean, that's that's plenty of inspiration for Theron. So yeah, <laughs> this this is the character development you were talking about earlier. That's right. Yeah, yep. <laughs> she's really taking a strange turn here. Cultivating her dill fetish. <laughs> I got a. Let's see. Where's my D8? Here it is. I'm gonna add D8. Ooh, 14 plus eight now. 20. That's a 22. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. You know, <laughs> it comes to you naturally, for sure. Uh, Hashtag dilf, dilf juice. <laughs> big time. Big time. Um, Griffins. I'm recalling, like, a, I'm recalling a lecture I attended about <laughs> Griffin care randomly. <laughs> yeah, where you totally fucked the speaker afterwards. Yes. <laughs> um, I forget that hot night. <laughs> She's not ready for Dilf on Dilf action yet. <laughs> it could be a female professor. It's too, mu it's too much. You're fucking misogynist. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're you're ready to go. So you know, I think the biggest thing, and and this is like a, it's it's good to know, and it's also good to like be concerned about, is that they eat a ton of meat. They need a lot of meat. Okay. Uh, griffins actually like will feed on horses when they're adults. They're like that big and fearsome. So um, griffin owners, you know, people are protective of their horses. So that's like something to worry about. Keep an eye on. You need lots of fresh meat, and they're extremely they're fiercely loyal to their whoever brings them up and trains them. So if you're around, that's good. And they, uh, you know, they they just need they're going to test boundaries and they just need to be put in place once once or twice. Do I get a sense of when the due date is now that I see these changes in the egg? Somewhere in the ballpark of a few long rests away. Oh wow! Okay. I need to start looking for a meat supply. Mm -hmm. All right. It'll be a pup, so at, at first it won't need. Vizelle can always find a steady supply of meat. It's one of the feats that she has. Okay, I'm done for the night. <laughs> <laughs> called The feat is called Thirst Trap. <laughs> yeah, so the, the hustle and bustle starts to pick up in, in rice. Some of the sous chefs are showing up. They look a little bit tired and maybe hungover, uh, but they start polishing the kitchen and start getting ready for brunch, putting together some like swamp salmon locks on a uh, like rice puff bagel imitations. I'm ready to roll. I did have a question. Did we unload those tokens from the dead miners? I think we delivered them. Good question. So they, they had like gambling tokens. That's, yeah. that's how you identified where they were from. Yeah. I think you just gave them and all their belongings to Galandro at the Ashford. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that's... if that specifically was mentioned. I don't think it was. Okay. All right. So I say that we go um, to the ruins of the Grung, but I know that we there was talk about us maybe needing to go to the Cougar Rock Enclave. So I'm open to thoughts, but kind of up to the group it seems to me that those are the two options that we have after last night's activity i am interested in figuring out what's causing all of that yeah i also like the idea of checking out the grung how far away is it yeah so if you look at your maps it's actually probably the farthest thing i guess it's about the same distance as going from Whitehaven all the way past Nestor's to Denny's, or all the way past the Spore Depth to the God's Hand. So Whitehaven's kind of central, central southwest, and the Dreadmarsh and the Grung wall that was built around the ruins is along a, a beaten path to the far northwest. Yeah, that was far. Probably be, um, yeah, that's probably, that's probably two nights. One night on the road, but two, two days of uh, travel on foot. Maybe we could ride the fire-breathing rats up. <laughs> Faster. You haven't really um, looked into what that would entail yet, but... Do we ruts. know anybody that works at the ruts now that we've been there a while? Oh, I don't think... You haven't really crossed paths with anybody, right? You haven't really, yeah. You've, you've occasionally like seen them around town. Not super commonly, but they'll be like walking with their owners. But specifically, no, I don't, I don't think you've met an owner yet, or like a trainer. We need to find a rash. Is there a captain of the guard? I met him last night. Davis. Oh. Uh, Bazell goes to find Davis. 
Does she know where he's at? He had his house. Um, he, had, he had a wife that he went home to after the really sad events of last night. Perfect. So Bazell goes to Davis, uh, knocks on his door. You hear just a voice from inside that's like, hey, fuck off, we're, uh, we're grieving. It's a female voice. Can I help you guys grieve? Uh, female voice back. <laughs> you hear the you hear the locks engage on the doors. <laughs> hey, uh, we want to figure out what's causing that undead shit to get stirred up. It seems like it's coming from the the ground in the northwest. Uh, we want to go check out their old ruins. Do you do you have any way to get us there faster? Uh, we'd like to check it out as soon as we can and get those bastards, if you know what I mean. Okay, roll a perception. Or, sorry, uh, persuasion. Great pleasure, sir. <laughs> I thought. I thought. Oh, nat 20. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking A. The door opens just... Part of the way, it's like shut with one of those chain locks. And, That's uh, a thirty. It's a dirty thirty. <laughs> it's a dirty thirty. <laughs> it's a dirty thirty. It's a nat. It's a nat thirty. It's a, it's nasty. Whatever it is, it's a nasty thirty. She, uh, you see a like a, a middle aged uh, female who's like you know she's kind of gaunt but you know has a serious face. She's like you really, uh, boy, you sound um, you sound serious. You fucking mean it. You're gonna you're gonna take it to him. Well, we gotta go check it out. If there's a way we can stop it, we will. All right, she closes the door. You hear uh, some shuffling from inside, and she um, comes out with uh, four um, not-quite-horse-sized bridles, like bits and bridles. They're like a little bit smaller than for a horse, and they're made out of hardened leather. And uh, you can see that there's, like, porch marks on a lot of them. And she says, well, this, yep, this will help. I got to get back to Davis. And she kind of nods towards the Blazer Ruts to the northwest. I think, I guess Bazell just silently nods and starts walking towards the blazer ruts. Yeah, on your way out of town, you, you would pass, so out of the north gate, you go by the Iron Sacks, which is like that outdoor weight rec center, weight room. You see uh, Rash is out there. He's um, shirtless, of course, in the winter, and he's doing some, uh, some deadlifts. And he sees you, and he drops the weight and kind of stretches and meanders over. He's like, oh, hey, y'all, uh, you know, I was talking to the 15, and uh, uh, you're kind of famous around here if you, you just... As a side note, if you ever want to get into the swamp of fun, we got a place for you. You could you can make a team if you'd like. When the catch begin, you gotta you gotta build your own boat for that first part. So you gotta find the wood and all that. But that's kind of fun too, because you get to make your own like special uh, special move on your boat. And he clocks your uh, what you're holding. He's like, oh damn, those are like the captain's special uh, bits and bridles. You uh, you going on a on a journey? Yeah, I think that's the plan. Uh, headed up to the northwest to see if we can put an end to this undead. To kill an undead? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's our, our plan. I, any tips for using these things? I mean, is it just, do you just, is it easy to put them on it? Or how does, how does this work? Do I just find one that looks nice and say hi? or, or... <laughs> So with a persuasion check that good, you you, you got like, specific uh, gear that four different uh, blazers are going to recognize and pretty much oh. will, come, will, will come to. Your ability to ride them is going to certainly depend on some skill checks, but they're, uh, they're going to respond to that attack. They'll be willing creatures, if you will? Yes. Okay. 
they're each kind of done up in different, like they're painted different colors and there's names, there's a name on each, each one of them. But if you guys want to name your temporary blazer, that's fine, that's fine with me. Yeah, I guess I just walk up to the, to the ruts then. Unless Rash has any, any other advice for us. Any other advice, Rash? But anything else we need to know before we take off? You want to join us? I mean, I think we're probably planning on doing the Swampathon, but I figure if we can put an end to the attacks, that would, that would help more than anything we could do for a Swampathon. So. He's like, yeah, I got to kind of bang out a few more sets here. So I was, gonna, I was just going to hang out in town. Um, yeah, you've got, you've got the right gear for those, for those rats. They'll, uh, they'll listen to you if you treat them right. Or you want to do like a check there, Giselle? Or no. Is it just, okay. Just banter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bazel just starts walking towards the ruts, hands out one bridle to each of the gals. Are the bridles, what do they look like? Are they all pretty similar? Are they all different enough that there's... So they're, they're all designed to fit the same size animal, which is like a large sized, it's like a horse sized, or almost a horse sized rat. So I guess they're a little bit more like... I guess they're oriented a little bit differently than an actual, than a typical horse saddle. Maybe a little bit more downsloped at the back end. And I mentioned that the bits in the front that they chop on are probably all like pretty heavily burnt, like charred leather, just because, you know, they can shoot fire out of their mouths. The blazers are going to use the stat block for the Hellhound, which is a 5e thing. And I'll put that in our chat. The only difference being that they're large, not medium sized, and they are uh, neutral. They're not lawful evil. All right, cool. And I found this picture online that I liked. Oh my God, that's an excellent fucking. I'm going to get that as a tattoo. <laughs> that is pretty dope. Yeah, it's, it's cool there. Awesome. They have, like, they have like the Charmander tail going on. And... I'm getting huge uh, Banksy vibes from that rat. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Giant like Banksy a, vibes. Yeah, their their fur is kept kind of short. They've got like pink skin and then like light gray to darker gray fur underneath, and then like a, a dark brown stripe come back and glowing yellow eyes. They're kind of like punks. They look like they have little punk rats to me. Yeah, this is a very punky rat. Very punky. Punk rat. I think Fazel at first is like, "What the fuck? I'm not gonna ride a rat." But then having seen one. Now she's like, all right, they're pretty chill. They got some style to them. I think yeah, Vizelle's so just going to try to fucking mount up. She just sure. rolls in. She's ready. What's your, what's, she's got what's the bridle. Move? She like puts it She puts it over her head and just like shakes it up in the air like a fucking <laughs> bell, <laughs> expecting a fucking fire-breathing rat to come over. She does so with just like an air of fucking confidence that it, she fucking knows that just shaking above her head is going to work. <laughs> All right, you want to do a performance check for that? Yeah. Oh. Nine. Nine. <laughs> One of the there's there's several of these large fire beating rats kind of milling about. Some of them are like tussling and wrestling and stuff. One of them like perks up at the sound of your attack uh, that you're shaking, and then kind of eyes you quizzically and starts to like slowly walk over towards you. And then just sits down in the side quarters. Uh, I approach with it cautiously. Okay. And then uh, I soothingly tell it that uh, I am a band that it's never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And I think, uh, I think actually I would play like a, a punky bass rift. Oh, sweet. Okay. This guy. Yeah. And just like groove a little and see if he responds to the, to the bass rift. Mm-hmm. For sure. He, yeah. He, he starts to kind of, or he or she, it's up to you, um, starts to kind of nod their head and moves a little she. bit closer. And, she okay, for she, sure, girl power. She, she, mo- uh, <laughs> she motions to uh, gear up. Yeah. So then I, I put the saddle and the bridle on and I see if I can't uh, ride her, I guess. Cool. Yep. Just just riding it like a walk is fine. Like it's it's not it, they're they're used to having people on. It's it's like like if you're a novice, like a horse rider, and you you're like at a place where they have like trail horses that don't spook at anything, and they're you know just just walking around is fine. Okay. Yeah, you can tell it's kind of still like grooving to the to the beat, the tunes you dropped. Yeah, I think maybe I just kind of set the the blazer on a path towards the northwest and i just keep uh grooving as we go down the trail towards the the ruins nice. and so i'm like playing my my bass rift on top of this giant fire breathing rat i'm not sure there's anything more punk than this imagery <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome actually <laughs> They can move at 50 feet per round. Average for you guys is probably like 25 to 30. So I'll just say that they can move about twice as fast as as you guys can on the road, roughly speaking. So you could get there in um, a full day on the road to the, uh, the Grung Wall. I think it's specifically that Green Day baseline. Do 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 <laughs> Long view? Is it long view? Yeah. I think it's long view. Nice. I sit around and watch the tomb, but nothing's on. I think that's the one. Yeah, but I'm just gonna close my eye. <laughs> Take me away to paradise. <laughs> so I'm gonna just uh <laughs> I'm just going to also ride and I'm going to be looking out for like, I feel like there's, we're going to get attacked on this road. I'm, I'm like confident of that. And that's my biggest fear. So I don't know the impact of that, but. Okay. But what, what does your rat look like? I don't want to skip that. My rat? Yeah. Uh, my, my rat would probably be fucking. Just really, I feel like it. It looks really mangy. <laughs> just okay. really, really mangy, and like, uh, like I chose, I chose the one that probably was, like, looked like it was troubled, like patches of fur, like missing, and like I feel bad for it. So it's it's like the runt, and it's kind of kind of got like a chewed up ear or something. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, it it probably it has like. Like gray hair. <laughs> okay, just gray all the way through. Just gray, gray, <laughs> grayish, like gray, gray, and like black, with patches of fur mis- missing, half chewed off ear. Yep. Just really seems some shit. 
I timidly saddle up. Mine is like a dark blue with dappled pink. Wow. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> so is it so is it, a, it it must not have a binary gender is what you're getting at. Appears to be a little fluid. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing representation into our D and D podcast. Yeah, <laughs> our D and D podcast is five white straight men. <laughs> We're not just five straight white men. We've got a gender fluid five leading rat. <laughs> yeah, I can go mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> what about Rick's rat? Um, I think Rick's rat. That's how he spelled it. His name is Rat W R A T. He's uh, basically as as black of fur as there was there. Nice. <laughs> and, and Rick's pretty stoked. So, yeah, let's do this, guys. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, he kind of identifies with the with the rat. They're 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 brothers. Nice. We got it. You might catch yeah. him singing the uh, Ben song from, uh, oh boy, what movie is that? Michael Jackson's Ben. I don't think I know that one. In fact, I'll give it to you. Oh, it's just called Ben. All right. Ben, it's a ben. horror film about rats. Yep. Oh, fuck. That's cool. Cool. Yeah, you guys set off. Um, so instead of uh, making this trip in two days, it'll just take them one day. Um, you're on the road. So you just have to roll a d6 to see if you end up having a encounter. Somebody does. I rolled a two. That's an encounter, Theron. Okay, interesting. Okay, you come at one point to, this isn't really shown on our our world map, but at one point the road, so you're pretty much like surrounded by dead trees and these huge tree-sized mushrooms. And at one point you, there's a river, a swamp river that's um, kind of in a canyon that, that's pretty far below you. And you have to cross over a uh, rickety wooden bridge to get to the other side. On that bridge, you would notice that there is a figure that is um, very lanky and uh, tall, like large in size and has like long dangly arms. The figure is like dangled over the side of the bridge and is looking down and it's not moving, but it's still standing up. Yikes. <laughs> the river is mostly dried up beneath you. Um, so it's just like a deep canyon. And it's tough to, if you were to peer over the edge, there's a decently thick fog that intermittently obscures the surface. So it's on the bridge. The figure is on the bridge. Yep, about midway across. And the bridge is, we have to cross the bridge to get where we're going. Yep. Hey, Dingle Dangle, what are you doing out there? <laughs> Hang on, I got to roll a perception check. Is that... <laughs> that got me. Oh, <laughs> shit. This, this is your play, right? You're doing this? Yeah. Uh, okay, I rolled a perception check behind, behind my screen here. Uh, the figure doesn't, doesn't move on, on the bridge. Oh shit. 
I'm dismounting this rat. Rick okay. casts, and it doesn't cost a spell because it's one of his moves, disguise self, and he's going to be a perfect mirror as best he can of the distant image. Okay. While still riding the rat, of course. So that, that can't change your size, right? I said this was like a large... Uh, uh, oh, that's a good question. I think it can within a certain... You can be a foot taller or shorter, but not okay. not much more. So yeah, you definitely get a foot taller, the full foot. And I can be yeah. like fatter and or like, you know, more muscular and whatnot. Uh, but I do not go from like a medium to a large okay. so you're, designation. You're on the large end of medium now, but still medium. You see that your, um, especially your like your arms just get like super long. Your legs are about the same size. You grow these really long black toenails and these like really disgusting long uh, sharp fingernails and your skin turns a green color. And you have these like uh, these like white kind of uh, dripping fangs now, and black dreadlocks for hair. And I, uh, looking at myself, guys, I don't know if this thing's gonna be friendly. You guys turn around and Rick's like a fucking monster. (laughs) (laughs) Rick, what happened? turned into that thing. Looks like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> so it's like dark, I assume. Well, it's uh, it's darker than it would be in the material plane, for sure, but it's daytime here. Probably afternoon, okay. so it's like yeah, it's like it's like dim, but I don't think you need dark vision to see what's going on around like in your, in your immediate vicinity. So I, I I have a question about that. The Shadowfell, just to, as a reminder, the Shadowfell, like, day and night, could you remind me of, like, like is the sun out and the moon out? Is it, like, just dim? Or, like, how's the sun and moon? Um, what's the situation there? Yeah, so the sun, the sun and the moon, they behave the same way as they do in the material plane. You just don't get much of their effect. So the sunlight you get is like a really vague, like a really muted white as it partially passes through the fog and clouds around you. And the moonlight is often not strong enough to, to do anything on most okay. nights. <clears throat> All right. So I'm, I see this shit happen, and I'm freaking out. Um, after... The yell happened towards this creature. The yell. I, I'm gonna, yeah, the yell at the creature by Bazel. I'm gonna look down in the canyon to see if anything like stirred from down there. Okay. Because I know you said it was like foggy. Yep. Yeah. So you're walking up to the edge of the. Are you walking yeah. towards the figure on the on the bridge or? Uh, I'm I'm walking to like the bridge. I'm gonna. St- I'm going to walk towards the bridge and before getting on the bridge, like right at the entrance, I'm going to look down. So I'm not, I'm not going to stand on the bridge, but I'm going to look down. Okay. And, and see like what's down there. Okay. Uh, so give me a perception check at disadvantage because of all the fog. Okay. 16 is my first roll. 14 is my second roll. So 14 okay. plus two, 16. Okay, let me do a roll over here. You're contesting. Ooh, you're contesting a 13. 
Um, you make out a figure briefly move. It's like something kind of poked its head out. So like you're you're peering over the edge of this cliff, right? Yep. You see the fog briefly parts for for a moment, and you see when it parts, a uh, it looks like a, like a humanoid figure ducks back underneath a cave below the bridge. Okay. And I'm trying to think what else. So this creature does it look like this creature that's on the bridge? Okay, good. No, it looks different. For sure. Um, whereas the creature on the bridge had like black dreadlocks, this thing below, you could have sworn you caught like a like a golden crown, like a flash of gold. Okay. And then some like silvery motion, and then it vanished. All right. So this is on the far. This is on our side. The near side. The... the near side. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Um, so I relay that, and uh, so do you guys want to do this cave, or do you want to do this bridge? Because I'm going to go one of two ways. Mesa Lune guide my hand. Bridge. Um, the bridge across is not. It's not. It's not obstructed necessarily by this thing that's that's standing still. Would you say our choices: shimmer, shimmer, or dingle, dangle? Because I vote Shimmer Shammer. <laughs> oh, that name just gets me everything. Tinkle Tinkle. So with, with <laughs> that, I'm I'm just gonna I'm doing a backflip down into this uh into the to where I saw the, the creature. On the, the canyon floor? Yep. Okay. Um it's probably like a fifty foot drop. Is that okay? Okay, uh, roll initiative. Just him, right? <laughs> no, everybody, actually. <laughs> Death did not jump down, because I would just die. Oh, God. 19. 12 for Darren. Ooh, 5 for Rick. I got an 8. Okay. So I've got um, our enemy combatant rolling at 20. <laughs> on her initiative uh, Quill is a 19, Theron's a 12 Bazell's an 8, Rick's a 5 yep Yep. am I, am I a rat? did we all dismount to get down there? I think, so I don't think anybody else is going down there besides Quill right? Oh. so so the rest I of us are not going down there I assume the rest of you are on your mounts like near the edge of the, the near the cliff's edge but correct me if that's not so I just jumped down so you all, okay, so to set the scene, you're standing, the rest of you are standing on a cliffside. Okay. And um, you're about 50 feet up. That's how high the bridge is. The floor of the canyon is heavily obscured by fog. Quill just like did a backflip and landed and took no damage. Um, and you guys heard like a shout from below. We rolled initiative. The figure on the bridge has done nothing. It's just standing there, frozen in place, looking over the bridge. Oh, I understand. Okay. And there's a cave mouth at the cavern floor to the west, um, kind of underneath the bridge, essentially. And that is where this thing vanished towards when the quill jumped over to chase it. So just to clarify, yeah. Harrison, I so it I went think... in here. Yep. Okay. 
I understand. I have, as a monk, I have slow fall, which okay. is I reduce falling damage by five times my monk level. So I figured that would negate anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a 50 foot drop and falling damage. I think it's a D6 per 10 feet. Right. So that's going to be 30. Feel like I can that... roll... Here, I'll roll the fall damage. The fall damage would have been 15 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. So it negates that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Playing by the bludge. Just land like a Spider Man land. Yeah. The classic uh, superhero yeah. landing with like an arm out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like like look up and my my hair like goes back. Okay, okay, you look up and you see a uh strikingly tall and life um female humanoid that's peering out towards you from the cave and you catch a glimpse of her. She's got like a golden crown and her hair is like moving, like silvery things are moving in her hair and she stares back at you. It's her turn to start Fucking Medusa. So the Medusa <laughs> um, has a thing called Petrifying Gaze. Oh, so fuck you're dead. When it, so when a creature that can see the Medusa's eye starts its turn within 30 feet of the Medusa, the Medusa can force it to make a DC 14 con save if it can see you. Oh, he's about to get petrified. He gets to make a con save, Glow. Fuck. If you see her eyes, is that what it says? He told me he landed and looked up and... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair, right? That's I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to look at this thing. <laughs> yeah. That I like. So, the reason I went down there because I saw this thing. So. Oh. You're fucked. Nine. It's a nine. It's a nine. <laughs> yep. Now, now, question. Yep. Um. Nope. Nope. Yep. That's it. Okay. Oh, wait, that's brutal. Did you have anything on you? Did you have inspiration or like <laughs> Bardic or anything? Uh, not funny. to my knowledge. Okay. Oh, fuck. So it was a 14 DC, and if you failed it by five or more, which you did, if you failed it by five, you are instantly petrified. <laughs> fuck. So he's petrified Re in the Spider Man stance. Yeah, look yeah he, he looks he looks fucking sick. This is pretty cool. <laughs> You're a cool statue, my man. Yeah, yeah I'm petrified. Yep. So I, I can't I can't I can't get out of it. Yeah. Okay. All the right. rest. So some of the fog would clear as Quill jumps down, and uh, the rest of you looking over the edge would see him look up and then just like hold still suddenly. You remind us uh, petrification. Um, level of permanence this is and such yes so do something, um, right? yep so normally what happens when you fail this this con save if you don't fail it by five or more you become restrained as you turn the stone and you repeat the save at the end of your next turn and if you fail that again then you become petrified but since you fail it by five or more you got instantly petrified it lasts until you are freed by the greater restoration spell yeah okay or other better magic means that's yeah. a that's a fifth level spell um yeah okay so i think yeah unless th somebody thinks they would have done something else before quill jumped down um i think that's what happens pops down as so he looks up and he turns to stone on a really unlucky con it looks real dope <laughs> yeah
Okay, so petrified means that you are turned into stone along with anything non-magical that you're wearing or carrying. Your weight increases by a factor of 10 and you stop aging. You're incapacitated, you can't move or speak. Attack rolls on you have advantage, but you have resistance to all damage. You fail strength and deck saves and you're immune to poison and disease. Mostly bad stuff, I guess. That brings us to Theron. Jeez. So, at this point, I would know that this is... I would know the dangers of looking into her eyes. You would have seen that Quill uh, looked up at her and, like, went to, get, went to move and engage, and he just, like, turned into stone instantly. Yeah. Is this... Uh... Is this uh, Medusa in our line of sight at all, or is it in the cave? We can't see it at all. We just see She has thrown out of the cave, so she's visible if you peer over the edge now, after Quill jumped down to chase her. I'm going to try to cast Sleep. Okay. The range is 90 feet, and you said it was a 50-foot drop. Yep. So I think I could hit her. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, How does that spell work again? You have to roll a bunch of dice. Yeah. Okay. Roll 5d8. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range are affected in ascending order of their current hit points. When you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, roll an additional 2d8. Why don't I roll like 7d8 then? Okay. 29. 29 hit points does not do it. You see, like, a, I don't know what sleep looks like, if it's just like a magical gas or something. Um, it says you use a pinch of fine sand, rose petals, or a cricket. Super <laughs> 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 random. So you just throw some sand at her and nothing happens. I hate sand. It's everywhere. Irritating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be Bazel. Yeah, I'm going to cast Polymorph on her. Wow, okay. What's the language there? Uh, she needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Have you guys been able to see my rolls so far? Yeah, uh, they yeah. pop up. Okay, good, good. You did a pretty good job with the graphics. Yeah, it's cool. All right, here's her d20. She has a plus one to wisdom. 12. Uh, so she fails. Save DC is... 15. Hey, nice. Uh, so I'm going to polymorph her into a mosquito. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So then, then what happens? <laughs> so she's a mosquito for the next hour. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm going to turn to my uh, gals uh, and let them know that now would be a good time to ransack her cave and figure out a way to use these fire-breathing rats to pull Quill out of the giant hole using some rope. Cool. Yeah, I think we can end initiative. We can end combat for an hour, and there's Quill on the, uh, on the canyon floor, and there's a little mosquito buzzing around, occasionally biting you guys. Super annoying. God, sorry for running in, guys. <laughs> Thought it was the right move. It's 
I think it was the right role play move. I, yeah, I, I think definitely so. it was. I was. I, I. I'm never sure if I should have given you more or just let you do it. The mosquito's armor class is listed as 27, and it says, "Where the fuck is it?" <laughs> I think I have a rope in my possessions to try to like pull him out of the canyon, Brazil. Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna have to tie a rope to him, and and oh, unless God. you can pull a humanoid up. Go back to the village and get a bunch of people to come out here and see if Medusa's gone. I don't think we'll have time for that. I mean, he's stoned. Yeah, but we've only got an hour. Maybe she'll just leave. I don't know how interested she is. She's already killed him to her. Maybe. I don't don't know what they do with their rock dudes. Wait, wait, wait. You never mentioned, is... um... Was the goblin there in the center of the bridge? Is he moving? Troll, and he's no, he's he's petrified. The troll is pet. Okay, I must have missed that. I didn't say it outright, but yeah, he's. I was. That's what I. I was like, wait, is this guy stone? Yep, he peered over the edge at the wrong time to look through the fog, and he saw her. Bazel is definitely in the cave checking out the Medusa's goodies. Okay, so you like. You like Give me those goodies? Repel down, or what? How do you get down the cliff? Yeah, I definitely sheer drop. Take a rope and tie it to a tree or something at top. Okay, sure. And then repel down, and then we'll probably be able to use that rope to to get him back up too. So that's that's gonna be a survival check, bro. You gotta give me that it's rope tie. The rope tie, huh? Yep. Got to use a square knot appropriately. See how well this rope holds. Survival. Uh, could I interest you in a dexterity? <laughs> Why? De- For uh, the how dexterous can I tie my knot? I think survival. About- I think I think survival checks like are listed in the book as like checking for paw prints and tying ropes. <laughs> well, I got a net like- twenty anyway. Oh my god, wow. Holy shit. Yeah, you find the strongest, like, sturdiest dead tree on the side of the canyon and just tie a gorgeous knot. Yeah, that'll hold... <laughs> gorgeous. That'll hold, that'll hold anything. Nat 20. Goddamn. Perfect square you've knot. Been, you've been dropping 20s today, dude. Two for four. Whew. Ain't, ain't the hot, too shabby. The hot die you got there. I ride past the um, the tree with my rat, and I just look at the rope. And I'm like, "It's a nice knot, man." <laughs> got that got that Dilf energy still. <laughs> uh, yeah, you. Uh, if you poke down into a cave, you just find that it's like riddled with um, various animals and uh, mostly like mostly like animal beasts. Monsters that have been turned to stone, like kind of her trophies in there. Are there any ingredients that turning them to stone wouldn't hurt them? Oh, you mean like on the on the the bodies? Yeah, I think it said that everything they so their body turns to stone and everything they're wearing that's not magical. Oh no, I mean turn. like like for harvestable things, but probably not. Like, never mind. No, I will. I, I will allow you to roll a uh, investigation to look for any magical items because that 
if anything was carrying one of those, it would not have been petrified. Oh, okay. Nope, doesn't find any. <laughs> Investigation? Investigation, yep. Three. Okay, um, you find a common, common quality magic item. There's a old woman that's holding a oil lamp in her hand. The oil lamp is called the oil lamp of miracles. And it allows the bearer to cast a cantric thaumaturgy once per day. Really exciting stuff with a three. Yeah. I have prestidigitation, so I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure if thaumaturgy is very helpful. There's a lot of overlap there for sure. Anyone else who wants that is more than welcome to it. But I'm definitely working on tying a quill to the end of this rope to try to get him the fuck out of this canyon. Sure. Yep. What's everyone else doing? God, I really fucked things over. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be playing a new. You're gonna be playing a new PC for a little bit, I think, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, let's talk about it after the game. God damn it. <laughs> oh, we can do this. Yep. We can save this man. You can definitely, you can definitely save Quill. The polymorph was pretty clutch. Her taking out like the the melee tank was a pretty big tactical advantage for her. So, oh, I was a hundred percent gonna recommend we run. <laughs> and then we come back later. <laughs> come back later, yeah. I have enhance ability, which is checks but not saves. Okay. And so I thought about casting it on the remaining rest of the party. To give him advantage on con, but it it wouldn't have helped because it was checks and not saves. And that was a spell save, right? Con save? It was a con save. Yep. Yeah. That was my only other thought. It was good that she failed fucking polymorph. That would have been. Dude, that was clutch. That's giving you, you guys have probably used up like, I don't know, five to 10 minutes of your polymorph time as this mosquito like flips around angrily. Yeah, Bazel is like getting ready to get the fuck out and tie him up. And then yeah. as like started tying climbed back up and started tying the other ropes to the to okay. the fire breathing rats. Okay. Doing like a pulley system of sorts with the rats. Yep. So okay. the rats should supply the power and then Yeah, I think we try and pull guys, I think we give it a few good tries to pull and uh, if this doesn't work, we need to go back and get help. I'm sure they'll help us after all we've done for them. And then we can slap yeah. the rat's ass. Yeah, okay. What, uh, Quill, what, what is your weight normally? My weight Thank God, normally he's a halfling. <laughs> is, my weight normally is 42 pounds. Okay. Oh, so he's 420 pounds? It's tenfold, right? 420 pounds now, yeah. Ah, oh, I'm sure. How big are these rats? <laughs> that could have been a lot worse. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. four horse-sized rats. I mean, I they should good. be able to pull it, right? Yeah, I think one we're good. one horse can pull like a fucking carriage with two people in it, which is like yeah. or three people. So I think yeah, it's gonna be too, dragging um, it that's good. gonna be the problem. We're gonna have to like tie it to a horse or like build a sled or something. <laughs> oh yeah, once we get him out of the hole, we can. We can referring to, to the referring to Quill as an it already. It's a, it's a rock right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, let's get up. Let's try, let's get him up. And I I slap uh, Rat's ass 
So are, you, are all three of you doing this with your rats? Yeah. Okay. That's not going to take a check. The, definitely the three of them with ropes attached could, especially with a nat 20 and that rope tie. You lift uh, yeah. uh, Stone Quill out of the cliff. Um, he's kind of like banging on the cliff walls a little bit as he comes up. <laughs> he's dragging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's made of stone, so he doesn't take... It's fine. He, um, Have you seen yeah. the Simpsons episode where Homer keeps going down the cliff? Do yeah. <laughs> when I one of the hits against the wall, does it smash the mu- mosquito? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, the mosquito's not even close. <laughs> we got her off on. It's a rip. It's going away from us. The mosquitoes trying to like get smashed. Yeah, yeah, it's trying. <laughs> Damn it, it hurt me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we ride back to, to our home base. I mean, okay. right? Like, we get him yeah, onto the, a horse gotta, and we gotta bring him back. Get the oh. fuck out of there. Yeah, I think um, you, might need to, you might need to help one of the rats carry a. I don't know, I guess. Could a horse, horse. Yeah, horses can carry two people. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 420 pounds uh, a little. It's a lot, but it's a. I think, I think one of the blazers could do it. <laughs> Once we get back, I take him immediately to the Aiden Asher fort, and I find a giant penis on the ground. I make him do his Spider-Man pose immediately above the giant penis, like it's about to like, <laughs> like he's lowering himself onto the penis. Uh, now he's jumping on that dick. <laughs> and so he's like part of the decoration in the Ash fort. <laughs> it's, like a, <laughs> it's like a flat thing. Yeah. You're like taking me around and like having like people like draw pictures like of, of me i ask i ask if theron will do me another drawing but this time of quill in the ash <laughs> oh poor quill <laughs> very sad very sad yeah what's uh you guys are taking him so you just left town to go northwest and you had this. This was a random encounter. It was on my list. Uh, you came back with with a stone quill. Um, is that where you go? You go to the ash fort first. Yeah, I think so. What, I, yeah. What's what's the? Yeah, I mean, I guess I think we take him to the ash fort, and we ask if. I guess all the good healers are at Cougar Rock, right? That is what you've gathered. Yep. Um. So. Are there any other ways to end petrification? Do we know? Does Theron know? I think we've had this question before because you you met that petrified giant. Yeah, with the giant. I think he knows that spells exist, but that he's not capable of casting them, right? I don't think you can cast. Maybe you can. I don't know. Fifth level spells. Are you there yet? No, I'm just at level four. Okay, you're close. The internet suggests that there are other ways to end petrification. There is. We, would we know those other ways or not? Uh, Rick wouldn't. Did it, does it seem like one of you would know? Uh, Bazell has some backstory tie-ins to one of the ways. Okay. And then she would also, and then also at the Ashfort, they would be interested in that particular way. Interesting. What are you what are you getting at here? Uh art artificery. Oh apparently artifacts. So Bazell's dad was an artificer and then the Ashfort 
uh, are actively studying magical artifacts. Does yeah. there happen to be a basilisk nearby that we could go kill? <laughs> Funny enough, you guys, you guys have killed a basilisk in this campaign. Where a, did we kill that at? It was a ways back. It was back in the uh, dripping caves on your way out. Oh. You, sent, you sent that ogre to go get uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go get some hog meat, and it came back and said it had the hogs, and it was actually basilisk cubs, and the mom was in tow chasing it. Did uh, we yeah. keep the fang from that? Do, we still have we happen to have keep anything from it? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Uh, one of the ways is making a potion, a stone to flesh potion from the bas from items from the basilisk. Well, there's a there's an alchemist in town. Well, we right. can go. Ch- yeah. Wasn't might- the uh, do we know enough to do these things or no? Uh, I don't know that. I know Rick wouldn't know. I don't know if Theron might know what be- he's an old man. He uh, from a university. He might know basilisk just like. Life. Beast fang is an ingredient or a venom gland. I'd have to go listen to the tape, which I might do later. Um, <laughs> that was a while ago. Take it back to the tape. Are you also going to go through every conversation we've had about what we're building with our items <laughs> to confirm that we didn't use that particular fang? <laughs> <laughs> that I won't do. I'm wondering if we even had the fang. <laughs> If yeah. we even collected off of it. That's kind of Sometimes I wonder good. about your commitment. <laughs> I just was excited by the, uh, what would you call him? Dangler? Dingle dangle. Dingle dangle. Dingle dangle. <laughs> Fucking dingle dangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that, so what that, what that did when he yelled that, the Medusa was just hanging out in her cave because it's like daytime, right? <laughs> And so I had her oh, roll. Oh, that's what you rolled. I had to roll a perception check, and she heard that. So she was like, <laughs> walked over to the edge. Quill, And then uh, Quill, Quill had a good check to see yeah. her. Fucking double oh seven over here. He just ran off the edge. <laughs> I think Dingle Dangle has to be the episode name for sure. Dingle, yeah. <laughs> okay, we should we should do some checks, I guess, for the question of do you know of any other ways. Alchemy, the closest thing to alchemy is probably like a arcana. Yeah? Sounds reasonable. You want me to do an arcana check? I mean, my guess is you're the best at it. I think so. I get plus six. Yeah, that's better than anything I can come up with on that one. Oh, fuck. I forgot I when I turned to level seven, I got a really cool spell. Never mind. I just read this. I can Ooh. basically go invisible. It's legit. That's nice. Like, called one with shadows. I got a nat twenty on that. Oh fuck yeah! Fuck dude. yes, dude! I have to give Our it to old you. man wizard. This is on brand. <laughs> I have to give you that. Yeah, I guess I, you um, you're aware of a special uh, five ingredient potion that can that can reverse um, petrification. Cool. What are the ingredients? So you you, you specifically do need a fang from basilisk. Damn it, we actually do need the fang. Fuck. Um, go to the apothecary. Maybe he has one. Yeah, maybe he does. It's a rare ingredient. It's not like on the standard crafting list, but. And then 
I think venom glands make sense. Nice. We got one of those. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not looking at what you have. I'm just, I like, I like bone meal for this. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, ectoplasm. I like that. That's cool. Nice. Is that four ingredients so far? Yeah. Uh, none Ooh. of my ingredients can work because all of my stuff was turned to stone. Oh, that's no, shit. that's okay. I think we're still covered, even with that. Yeah, we're we're still okay. For the last ingredients, I'm thinking a moat of water, like pure elemental water. And we don't we don't have the fang, right? Or did did we? That's like the rare ingredient. It's not part of your. Uh, it's not part of the standard crafting table. Okay. Well, we can go to the alchemist that was in town and see if they have one or know where we could get some. So after Theron says he does know of a potion shoot, uh, Rick goes, great, let's uh, let's go see if we can find uh, find some ingredients that we need. I, uh, I heard there was a, an alchemist around, right? I mean, I'm sure there's got to be in a town like this. You've, you've met one. He was the guy Perfect. who was hung over. He was hungover. <laughs> he's, he uh, he. The last he saw of me was working feverishly on making a hangover tonic, at your suggestion. So basilisk fang, a rare ingredient, and then mode of water, ectoplasm, bone meal, and venom glands. That's that's what I have down here. Sounds yep. good. May I offer. That's not going to be like a greater restoration potion. It's just going to be specifically a cure petrification potion. May I offer a suggestion for who Casey plays? next session sure i think kiku should discover yeah, that kiku. quill has been yeah. petrified it has to be kiku and then joins us in our quest kiku. to petrify him what is kiku she's a rogue hey all right yep that's dope kiku's a, an obvious choice there have been a few uh davis could could the guard he'd probably be a fighter captain of the guard yeah anyway we'll, we'll we'll talk about it outside of the game but so are you you, you guys are going to you're gonna go see glim at the the uh Obnet sundry yeah yep uh so you knock on the door um you kind of hear you hear just some like random noises in there uh hello is it anybody home you hear like a squeal like an animal squeal. Uh, try to open the door. Does okay, it, door. It yeah, it opens. There's a there's a pig running around <laughs> inside the uh, the Obnit sundry. Um, I try to grab it. <laughs> it it doesn't resist. It runs over to you, oh. and it's like squealing, like question question questioning squeal, looking up at you. <laughs> Oh, he polymorphed himself. Yeah, they say, son of a bitch turned himself into a pig. <laughs> I'm fresh out of fucking slots for this shit, man. Darren, do you know how to anti-polymorph someone? Is there anything on this shelf we can just pour down its throat? Pig. And I point it to, mm. to the different potions. And I say... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oink at the correct one Oink. and just like stop in front of it. <laughs> okay. It looks really <laughs> it looks really ashamed for a minute. 
<laughs> and uh, but then it, it quiets down and waits as you pass it along, and then it oinks in front of a <laughs> suddenly in front of a cloudy white potion. All right, I I uncork it and pour some in its mouth. Yeah, he uh, he emerges um, back to his his form. He's he's like a uh, he's a gnome, I believe. It's kind of disheveled. Am I still holding him as a yeah. as a gnome? <laughs> First of all, uh, okay, put me down, please. Second of all, oh yeah, sorry, don't, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> don't tell anybody that this happened. Sneaking <laughs> some from your own supply. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to make that. Ah, oh, the hangover potion is just—it's not quite right. What do you? He like rubs his rubs his eyes, his forehead. It's like you guys are back. I saw you yesterday. What's what's up? You missed. You're missing one. Yeah, there's been a development. We need to make... What's the name of the potion we're trying to make? Called a Flesh to Stone potion. Flesh to Stone. We need stone to make a... To, stone to Flesh? Stone to Flesh potion. Uh, stone, stone, yeah, Stone to Flesh, you're right. Yeah. Stone to Flesh potion. You ever ever made one of those before? He's like, yeah, dude. I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a guy. He's like, that's going <laughs> to... That's going to take, um, you know, four of those ingredients are no big deal, but the fifth one, the basilisk thing, I've got one of those, but I can't just, you know, part with that. Well, what, what do you want for it? Thanks for a second. He's like, uh, ooh, I heard a rumor that you guys fought a dragon. Uh, that's a strong word. No, I, I, I made it my friend. I, we wrote it. I I killed a dragon once, uh, <laughs> and I produced the dragon horn from my oh shit uh, yeah satchel. Yeah, he's like, wow, that looks like an old an old bone you got there. Like it's been sitting out for a while. Yeah, I killed the dragon a while ago. Uh, what 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 can we help you with from a dragon? It's like, uh, dragon scales are pretty useful for crafting. If you guys um, went out and took care of that, that little fungus bastard for me, uh, brought back the scales, I'd part with this basilisk thing. Yeah. Any uh, idea where, where this guy's at right now? We haven't seen him since uh, uh, he dropped us off at Denny's. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I heard about that. That's wild. That's fucking wild. Uh. It's probably where you found him. You know, dragons usually have hordes that they're protecting, so he's probably sitting on a horde in the swamp out there where you, where you ran into him. Do you, you just ran need into him on the way to Denny, Denny's? Um, is your main thing you want dragon scales? He's like, yeah. I mean, I kind of want a lot of them. Why do you have some? I do have a few. What do you think would be a fair trade? Uh, I think like ten. Hmm. How many do you have, Farron? I have three written down on my sheet, but I don't know if on the Excel spreadsheet if it's different. I'm going to cast Suggestion and say, how about three on this boy? Oh, it's just a save. It's a wisdom saving throw. I don't have to roll anything. Okay. Fifteen. You utter an enchantment. Okay, so he makes a save. Uh, if he fails this, or if he succeeds in the save, there will be minor consequences because he's going to realize, right? 
This is a weird one that's not exactly the same as charm. Um, understand you creatures. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to seem reasonable. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't. It does not say that they know. Okay. It doesn't say yeah. that in this wording. You're right. It doesn't. Okay. He rolls a d20. Here's that. He's got plus two to wisdom. <laughs> got seven. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Three sounds. Three sounds good. Three sounds really good. I like ruffle through my bag and produce the three dragon scales and present them to him. Oh, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad I said three. These are these are really nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess he ends over the basilisk thing. Why, why the fuck not? <laughs> hey, um, where do you know where we can get a, a mode of water? I think that's the other the other thing we need. If you have some of those laying around, right? We can yeah. Just he's like, yeah, I, we could we could trade. We could do a little trade for that for sure. All right, cool. Well, uh, do you want to just whip up a stone to flesh potion for us, and we'll? I mean, here are all the ingredients. I heard someone told me that you were the guy, so you didn't <laughs> want one of us yeah. poor suckers mucking about with that sort of thing, would you? Yeah, he's like, this is a special project. It'll take me. It'll take me probably most of the day, but yeah, I could. I could. What are we trading for the mode of water? What, what, what do you got? I don't know. Mode of wind. Might want those, though. Yeah, we should save the mode of winds, I think. What about a nightstone moat fish scale? It'd be tough for you to get one of those around these parts. Probably much rarer here than in other places. Yeah, make a, make a persuasion check with advantage. That's a good argument. Twenty six. It's like wow, that is that is a nice piece of the that's a nice scale. These are like the iridescent or like the opalescent shiny fish scales, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's how I described them. He's like, sure. From water comes water, I guess. Here's your moat. That's very poetic of you. Uh, have you ever yeah. thought about drinking less and writing more? He's <laughs> 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 like, look, do you need anything else? I'm gonna get to work on this. He turns and uh, says, uh, hey, the offer no, still stands. Um, if you ever want to work in my workshop for the day to make an item, um, just uh, take care of Fungoxus, bring back those scales, and you're good to go. All right, I like that offer. We'll keep that in mind, my friend. Great doing business with you. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at his three dragon scales and his one fish scale as he walk out. He's like, <laughs> he's like, suckers. These are really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he's working on that potion now, and you'll have it um, by the end of uh, the day. Do you guys want to? You want to stop there? Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Yep, sounds good. <laughs> so many nat twenties. I had to just like I had to give you guys a lot there. Funny. Well, thanks for like <laughs> crushing dice rolls to bring yeah. it back. <laughs> My bartering is all that basically Rick's good for with being a trickster fey warlock. Yeah, not yeah, very yeah. good in combat, but that, that saved us fighting a dragon again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that spell is fucking broken. That spell's so pretty broken. <laughs> maybe we need to make uh, make it our mission to make sure that that dragon survives. Survive. Maybe we need to go around like trying to defend it from other people attacking it. <laughs> oh, I think he could. Uh, 
I think that dragon's not hurting anyone, right? He's fine. He dropped us off at Denny's. How bad yeah. can he be? 